The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. This program contains explicit content and subject matter which may be unsuitable for some listeners. Discretion is advised. Welcome. You've joined the Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Our show is here to help you achieve better, better love, better sex, and a better, more intimate relationship. Are you ready? Take notes and send us your questions. This is the Sexy Lifestyle. Now, here are your hosts, Carol and David. Hi, everyone. I'm Carol. And I'm David. Are you ready to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny? Well, you've come to the right place because that's what the sexy lifestyle's all about. Sure is. Today, we have Holly and Michael from Playboy TV's reality show, Swing, and Playboy Radio's Modern Love. They're experts in open-minded and non-monogamous relationships. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a great show. But, you know, how many sexual fantasies do you have about sex toys, new positions, threesomes, foursomes, or swinging? Are you willing to share your fantasies with your partner? Remember, the dreams you have about those fantasies might come true. On today's show, we'll get into how you can explore your fantasies without ruining your relationship by talking openly, taking baby steps, and managing your expectations. Well, on last week's show with Dr. Lori Batito, we talked about keeping your sex life hot and spicy as you age. We had two great prizes to give away last week. It was a signed copy of Dr. Lori's book, the sex bible for people over 50 and we're in it <laughs> and also the optimale vibrating c-ring from doc johnson one of our favorite toys we're so excited to announce that sandy and john from florida are the lucky winner congratulations week, yeah congratulations this week we have another great prize to give away so stay tuned to the end of the show during our great sex matter segment for all the details So today's show, Naughty Newbies, is all about trying something new for the first time, dealing with the excitement and apprehension, the thrill and nervousness, the planning and execution, not knowing what to expect. Yeah, and you know, we're also going to talk about how to open up those so important lines of communication, talking about your sexual fantasies and working with your partner to realize your fantasy while making sure you both have a great Sex positive and exciting experience. And a lot of fun, of course. Yeah, for sure. You may be dreaming about making love on a secluded beach we at sunset. We love the beach, oh yes. Or pole dancing at a stripper's club. Have you started those courses yet, hon? Not yet. Not hun. yet, huh? Or being tied up on a bedpost. Oh, one of my favorites. Or bringing a third person into your bedroom. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we have a saying, and it's triple sex for better sex. And the three... Wait, triple X. Triple X, X for, for better, better sex. sex. And the three X's are express, explore, and experience. And it's a circle of baby step steps that help you push your boundaries step by step because it's so better to plan out your fantasy instead of rushing in and regretting it. That third X, which is experience, is only when 
you're ready and you've talked about it and you've explored all the possibilities, then you can dive right in, experience the fantasy situation that you've planned. And remember to make a pact, talk about it, just in case things don't work out as well as you had hoped. You have to agree that you're not going to hold it against each other. You simply learn from your mistakes, move on, and then try it again. For sure. So last week, David and I were at Naughty, uh, we were Naughty Newbies in New Orleans, or Nolens, as they say down there. We experienced Mardi Gras for the first time. Oh my God, what an experience. And we had such a great time with the street parties, the parades, flashing for beads. And Carol flashed and flashed and flashed. And we got these beads. (laughs) The balls were like bigger than my head. They were the craziest party we had ever seen. Yeah. So we stayed right in the middle of the French quarters with some friends who live there, and we got to experience all the local traditions as well as the touristy stuff. Yeah, we love the bars open 24 hours. They were our guides, so they told us everything we needed to know. Yeah, and the vibe was so sexy with everybody in their sexy outfits and all those boobs. I mean, there were so many boobs flashing. It was like I I didn't know where to look next. (laughs) You know, we were pretty comfortable in the environment, but for some people there, this experience was just a bit over the top for them. And it was so interesting to see everyone's reactions. I had my boobs painted one day, and we walked around Bourbon Street. Oh, boy. Literally, I couldn't get two feet without someone asking me for a photo or to have their photo taken with me. I must have taken 100 photos on different cameras. But I think we put some of those photos up on the website. They're right? up on our yeah. website. Go yeah, carolindavid.com. And the costumes, you know, the costumes are what help people push their limits and do things they wouldn't normally do. You know, when you dress up, babe, you can be anyone you want. And, you know, role-playing is such a big part of fantasies. Absolutely. So we were naughty newbies in New Orleans. It's hard to say all those ends. Uh, and we met other naughty newbies there, too. We had a blast. And, you know, I got to fulfill one of my fantasies, which was to be body painted and walk around in public. It was so much fun. It was. I mean, normally we're used to walking around naked on beaches and stuff, but to walk around with your boobs in public, it was really, really cool. And, you know, we would recommend this experience to anybody. Now, it's time to introduce our special guests, the wonderful, sexy Holly and her amazing husband, Michael. Our listeners might even recognize Holly and Michael from their role as one of the resident swinger couples in the Swing House on Playboy TV reality show called Swing. They were on there for many, many seasons. I don't know exactly how many, but lots. They've also been hosts of their own radio show on Playboy Radio for many years, currently called Modern Love. All right, guys, welcome to Holly and Michael. We're so happy you can join us. And, you know, congratulations on your article from the Sun newspaper, the TV interviews that you've been doing lately. I mean, you've just been all over the place. We saw you on TV in Australia the other day. And if anybody wants to get a quick glimpse of of their stuff, just go to our website, carolandavid.com, because we've already put up the links. Welcome, guys. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us, guys. We're so excited to have you, too. So, you know, we heard your interviews, and you talked a lot about how you guys got into the swinging lifestyle. Maybe you can tell our listeners a little bit how that happened. Well, Michael was previous. uh, He was in a lifestyle previous to our relationship, and I I had expressed my interest in same-sex. We can 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 can
Yeah, all the morning shows around the world remind us that kids may be watching, so instead of saying bisexual, we say right. same gender. But honey, go ahead. I expressed to Michael that I was I was bi curious at the time because I'd never done anything before, um, because I grew up Mormon and it, that was totally taboo. And he'd already expressed what he'd done before previous to our relationship in the lifestyle, and and I asked him if he could take me to a party, and we did, and I kissed my first Well, girl. we waited about three months before the first party because, oh, as you months. guys know, and you said it, well, communication is lubrication, and you want to make sure you have some ground rules and understandings before you go. Even though I'm experienced, Pockets wasn't experienced, yes, I wasn't. and the last thing I wanted was for us to be there and drama occur. For sure. So as excited as she was, I I knew for me to be comfortable that there are a lot of what ifs we needed to go over. So after doing that, yes, after doing that, we went, and I was so nervous but excited at the same time. Um, I met a woman there, and I asked Michael if I could kiss her, and I kissed her. I, afterward, I felt guilty because I'd never done that before. Uh huh. Um, but. We talked about it, and I, he reassured me that, that this was nothing to worry about. He was right there. He said it was okay. But wait, I want to jump in here because I want to make sure your listeners, and I'm sure I know you guys, you've been on uh, radio with us. When Pocket said I gave permission, she didn't need my permission. What she was looking for was making sure it was still consensually all right. Right, because she checked in. She was woman, checking in with you. Right. Right, checking in with me. And because the last thing I want people to think, unfortunately, you brought up all the interviews we've been doing because that article went worldwide. Yeah. Some people think, oh, it's sleazy men bringing their women. No. 71% of the couples in the lifestyle, swinging, polyamory, any type of alternative lifestyle, are there because the woman gave the green light, no matter who brought it up. Eventually, it was the woman that gave the green light. And as men, David, I think we can agree we're smart. We let our women. (laughs) I'm a dominant man. But a true dom understands the control lies with your submissive. And I'm not saying all men are dominant, all women are submissive, but a smart partner recognizes when your partner says it's okay and you say it's okay, that's when you do it. Well, I think she clearly was curious and asked, you know, to go there. So we certainly doesn't sound like you dragged her kicking and screaming. That's for sure. No, and we, and we know no, being no, in the I... lifestyle as long as you guys have been um, that – the woman drives in the lifestyle. It's not about the man pushing the woman to do something she wants to do. She has her foot on the gas or on the brake, and we just follow. Yep. Yes, a smart man does that. <laughs> <laughs> You're absolutely right. And and having those interviews on TV, did you? How, what was that like? Did you feel nervous, or were you talking about yourself, and this time everyone's seeing you, right? No, I mean, it's, it's not second nature, but we've been doing it for a while. Six years this. Uh, March, 17th. March 17th. On radio in six and a half years, if you count TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But what's interesting with the live interviews are you're not sure if the hosts that are interviewing you, for example, with you two, we understand you're sex positive, you're lifestyle friendly, you're in the lifestyle. Not all hosts can come out and admit that, unfortunately, because they're not protected and society still shuns it. So you don't know if they're going to ask questions that may come off attacking right. uh-huh. or judgmental. And we've been blessed that these hosts have asked questions that the average viewer would really have. I just read you guys were so kind to tweet and retweet about the show we did yesterday in uh, Australia. One comment was, this is disgusting. I'm sick with you guys. I can't believe you aired this. I'm, you know, blah, blah, blah. 
Well, unfortunately, it's not a lot of closed minds. And when you do TV interviews like that, you know, it's not scripted. You don't know what you're going to get, but the hosts have been phenomenal. Pockets is beautiful and a natural talking. Me, I just rely on her. <laughs> I like I rely on Carol. But I really felt that you had yeah. some really natural, great uh, responses to them. So I didn't find that it was a, a negative situation at all. I thought you did very good answers. Thank you. And I think the hosts were uh, just incredible. They were bantering. They, they were fun. And they didn't ask, I don't think they asked personal questions. It was, again, like, they, the, what the public would want to hear. What about jealousy? What about your... Yes, the big thing those are always is, big topics. Know. Yeah, and we're, we're going to get into those a little bit later. But Carol and I wanted to ask you guys a little personal question, because our show today is about naughty newbies, and it's about trying things. But we wanted to know, you know, besides the swinging and threesomes, what do you guys do as a couple in your relationship to keep your sex life spicy and always, you know, exciting. But just the two, just of, the you two of you together. Viagra. <laughs> <laughs> okay, other than, you know, performance enhancing, no, I'm kidding. You know, whether it's doing Tinder together, whether it's watching a movie together or date night, we do have children. We share, we co-parent. We have custody of our two children half the time. So whether we're a family or we're alone, we're, we really believe intimacy starts when you wake up. And it's the kiss good morning. It's the holding the hands. Right now my hand's on Pockets' hand as we drive. Um, it's all of that. So for us to keep things spicy, I'm not kidding. You know this. Communication is lubrication. And it's sexy. And yes, we talk about sexy. fantasies. We talk about fantasies we have fulfilled, fantasies we would like to fulfill, things that we may never want to do. But things that we like to talk about. Like tying Michael up. Yeah, it won't happen. You like that too, eh, Michael? No. No, he is, won't let me. I won't let him. Oh. Holly, is there a fantasy that you did fulfill with with uh, Michael? Have I fulfilled? Is there a fantasy that you did fulfill that you might want to share with us? Just threesomes. Uh, I like being tied up. I like being blindfolded. Uh-huh. I like being spanked. <laughs> Choked is a huge thing for me. Uh huh. Okay. Electric play, orgies. Holly's expressed a lot, and and I always, you know, people say, well, how can you? Well, it's not my place to give her permission, but as her partner in life, as her husband, as long as it doesn't offend me and go against my beliefs, we communicate and we do it. Well, that's excellent. There's always a negotiation. All right. So just hold that thought for a second. It's time for us to take a short break. And, you know, we're going to continue our discussion with Holly and Michael in just a minute. And when we come back, we're going to find out the inside scoop of what went on as a newbie couple on Playboy TV Swing. So stay right there. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Are you a pet parent? If so, you'll want to stay up to date on the latest tech gadgets and advances for your canine or feline friend. With a ton of apps, websites, tech toys, and more, you'll want to be in the know when it comes to the real treasures and the duds. 
For that information, listen for Pet Lover Geek with host Lorian Clemens. We test and discuss what's hot and what's not on the pet front, so you'll be better informed. Tune in Saturdays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Variety. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Got a burning question or comment about today's show? Call us at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to ask at carolanddavid.com. And we just might be answering your question next. Now back to this week's show. All right, everybody, welcome back. We are, as you know, Carol and David, and we're talking all about the different ways couples can spice up their sex life by fulfilling some of their fantasies. We have the sexy Holly and her amazing husband, Michael, here with us today, giving us their insight and a bunch of advice uh, for all the naughty newbies out there. And, you know, we were talking during the break a little bit about fantasies and um, you know, on Playboy TV Swing, for those of you who've seen it, and if you haven't, um, you guys met a lot of newbie couples who wanted to live out their fantasies about having sex with other people. So how did those couples actually prepare for their journey into the swing house, and how did you guys mentor them? We're really proud. Uh, we're the only couple that did all episodes the first four seasons. We had to uh, say no to season five for... Uh, for yeah, scheduling purposes. You know, the newbies told all of us, uh, Carol and David, that they prepared by watching past episodes, which was okay season two through five, but season one, they prepared by talking. Playboy did a really good job of making sure seasons one through four were all real. Nothing was scripted except for season one with Anna David, season two was Jesse, uh, Dr. Jessica Riley. They're toast. That was the only scripted part. Everything okay. else was organic. And the newbies were... Orgasmic or organic? <laughs> uh, both. Orgasmic and organic. <laughs> but as you know, you know, the newbie can prepare as much as they want. And one of the first things, us as residents, all of us, there were six resident couples on each episode, sometimes five, but usually six. We shared the best thing was don't have expectations about other people, about each other, well, that's normal. About yourself, that's normal. Hope to have fun. Expect the best. Prepare for the worst. Because if you think you're going to have sex with others, it may or may not happen. You may seem desperate. And so we always shared with them, and we as in all the residents, just not, not just Holly and myself, have fun. Be natural. Only do what you want to do. Don't let anyone ever push you because there's no one right way to swing. The right way is what's right for the two of you, not what's right for all of us. And occasionally they would have, most of them have rules like, okay, we're only going to do this. Some came in saying, you know what, we'll see what happens. Those were kind of dangerous and unfortunately didn't always end well because I'm sure you've seen. We have. We did. Because you're a swinger. Right. Just because you're a swinger doesn't mean everything in life is going to be perfect because insecurity is natural and normal. Jealousy is natural and normal. And like Tuckett said, the ones that came in and said, eh, hey, we'll see how it goes, that was a red flag to a lot of the residents. Right. And we right. didn't stay away from them, but we wanted to make sure we advised them. 
if this isn't comfortable, tell your partner. You're not going to offend anybody in this house. Even if you're in the middle of a sexual act, you can stop and regroup. Because yeah. the most important thing is the two of you, not right. the rest of us. And exactly. that's why it's important to check in, right? That's the whole idea. Yes. Especially exactly. when you're in that environment, too. Because you are newbies and you're surrounded by... Highly sexual charged environments. Yes. yes. And you're yes, on TV with cameras. Yeah. Now, if a couple came in who were super shy and maybe even insecure, but they really wanted to fil- fulfill their fantasy about having sex with other couples, what would you encourage them to do first? Even if they weren't coming on the show, if they were just a couple who wanted to go fuck another couple. But super shy. <laughs> talk, talk, talk. That's, I mean, you can, you can go over every situation that possibly might come up, which is a good idea. And, but it's, you still need to talk. You need to express your insecurities with your partner. You need to express your possibility of jealousy or anything that you may be feeling that could possibly come up. Talk about it. Also be willing to be a wing person for your partner. If you're looking to hook up with another couple, sometimes it's easier for the women to approach the women and begin the conversation that way. We would advise them whether they were on the show or whether this was in real day life. Look at that. And, when you're dating, it's one and one, two personalities you're trying to match. And a threesome, it's three person. And when you're looking about hooking up with a couple, you have four personalities. You're not going to always like everything about somebody else. But our advice is, if you know they're going to respect you and your partner, both genders, if you feel that way, then you can move forward and show respect. Guys, always show respect to the other man. Because that really is what it's about. Women to the women. Everyone right. wants each other. Yes. You ask yes. about the show, you know, what, what we're very honest about it. You ask about the show, just like in real life, you have people that are sport fuckers. And there are a few cast members each season. They knew if they fooled around with the newbies, they'd get more screen time. Obviously, uh-huh. we weren't one of those couples that cared about it. So you had some go-to couples that if the newbies were too shy or other people maybe for whatever reason... Because attraction, love is blind, but attraction isn't. And mm-hmm. chemistry is big to Holly and I, for example. Us too. So you had some go-to couples that would be more than happy to have sex with anybody since they got screen time. Then you had the other couples that said, hey, if we got to know you more, it would be great. But based on what we saw, it just wasn't comfortable. Yeah, and being honest is, is important. normal. Right, and you right. guys know this, and I'm sure you talk about it. Just because you're a swinger does not guarantee you're going to have sex. Right, because you're not compatible with everybody and not everybody turns your crank. And, you know, uh, like you said, you know, if you're in a one-on-one dating situation, there has to be some compatibility. And it's um, exponentially larger when you put four people in the equation. And, and, you know, we have a rule. We never take one for the team. Exactly. Exactly. That's what we're talking. Exactly. So you guys started talking a little earlier about jealousy. Now... When, you know, today we're talking about fantasies and one of the biggest fantasies out there is having a threesome. But what if you get into a threesome or a swinger situation and there is jealousy? What, what advice do you, would you guys give to our listeners out there to how to deal with that? First of all, don't bring it up at the site, wherever you are, because that's just going to cause drama for you and them and everyone else. So take it aside, even if you have to go in the bathroom. No screaming. Handle it appropriately. Just talk about it. Recognize jealousy starts with inside you. It starts with an insecurity. Insecurity starts with two letters, I-N, inside you. 
And if no rules are being broken, Holly's right. Have a safe word or a phrase or something. Holly and I literally will just say, we need to regroup for a minute. Because as I said earlier, my number one priority is my bride. Holly, I care about people, but if you two and us two hook up and something wasn't gelling right, then if you're offended that Holly and I need to regroup, well, you're just not a couple we want to go back and play with. But if you understand that we may be back now, we did say we're going to come back and talk to you, show respect towards others the way you want respect. So jealousy is normal. I have a hard time trusting anyone who said they've never, ever been jealous. (laughs) No, we agree. Saying you're jealous doesn't mean you're weak. It actually means you're strong because you recognize... Exactly. Or you're sociopathic. I'm hoping you're not sociopathic. <laughs> yeah. And we always we always talk about, you know, set your rules, your expectations before you go into any type of different situation and try not to change them. Stick to the rules. Have a great time. Go home. Talk about it. And if you want to try something else, do it next time. But don't change the rules on the fly. Exactly. And that's what Holly was alluding to, what you're alluding to, which is if even if you agreed on it, you can regroup and say something just doesn't feel right. We have there was a couple of you guys on the show. They were the last uh, blue season two. They were the last couple from Florida, and one of their issues was every time they were going to play with a couple, he didn't like the guy, but he liked the woman. So she would have to either take one for the team, or they would only have threesomes with women. The problem there, as you guys know. If it happens all the time, quote-unquote, something else is happening and occurring that you haven't talked about. That's an insecurity he has that he's covering up so he can hook up with women but never let you hook up with men. Because like you said, you never take one for the team. So now when we're talking about a monogamous couple who just want to have fun themselves and want to fulfill a fantasy, it's very often we hear that they have a hard time sharing their fantasy because they they don't want to feel judged or even rejected. By their partner. Yeah. Do you have some advice about how they can maybe start that conversation or approach the situation without without being afraid? Pockets is pointing at me because we just, as you guys know, I have my master's in psychology and earning my PhD right now also in clinical yeah. social. One of the things, unfortunately, we see, and my ex-wife was like this, is the word trapped. Okay. What I mean by that is, hey, how do you feel about X, Y, or Z? When you ask a question, be prepared for the answer. I share with you and all of our close friends, I'll answer any question you ask. As long as you respect, I'm going to be honest. So don't ask me the question unless you don't want to hear the answer. And don't ask it if you're trying to trap, because that's just not fair to your partner. So going along what you shared and what you asked is is simple but yet so difficult. Give a safe place to you and your partner. One of the icebreakers we do when we're on location is a fantasy box. And everyone, before they walk in the room, without putting their name on it, write down a fantasy. And as a group, we go over some of them so no one ever knows whose fantasy it was. Okay. With you and your partner, you can set aside one night a week, two nights, one night a month, whatever you want. Each of you write down fantasies you've had. Have the ground rule that there's nothing going to be held against the other one. For example, Holly and I have a rule that nothing we see on air can ever be held against each other uh-huh. off air. That's what I tell them about the bills. Yeah, that's what she tells <laughs> about the bills. And the Good on you. But when you as a couple agree that not all fantasies have to be lived out with other people and that role-playing doesn't necessarily mean you want a principal-teacher relationship, 
or that you want a boss-employee relationship. Then you can begin to respect the fact that role-playing can be fun. Holly, I think I've been Gerard Butler and her during sex more times than I've been Michael. No. Because she fantasizes about Gerard Butler. But I would rather be the one having the orgasm, her thinking about him, than him having the orgasm thinking about me. That's why. Exactly. It goes back. A secure me, a secure me creates a strong we. Be secure enough with yourself to know your partner loves you, you love your partner. And talk. Communication, communication, communication. Just like real estate location, location, location. We talk about that all the time. Okay, we have about a minute before the break, and I'm going to ask Holly this question. So, Holly, some women fantasize about making a sex tape. Why do you think that's so (laughs) thrilling? And is it the thrill of making it or watching it after it's made? Uh, that's funny. We just talked about this today. I actually made one (laughs) myself for, it was, uh, a while ago. I was dating this guy and we lived apart. So I think it was the thrill of actually, I was in a a marriage for a while previous to Michael and he was the second guy I'd ever been with. So I was kind of exploring my sexuality once I got out of that marriage. To me, it was just the excitement of knowing someone else is going to watch this, someone else is getting turned on by this, and it's something taboo to me because I've never done it before. Um, I would you actually watch it. People be very, be very careful of who you send it to because yes. Yes. I mean, yes. And it, did you enjoy watching there. yourself on the videotape? I didn't watch myself. I just uh-huh. didn't. Uh-huh. That's, that's the bottom line. I was wondering if I would do it either. I've not made a videotape, but I was thinking that I might not actually watch my own tape. But we're going to just ask you to hold that thought for now. It's time for another short break. We are going to continue our discussion with Holly and Michael in a few minutes. So remember to go to our website, carolyndavid.com, and enter for your chance to win this week's prize from Doc Johnson. Stay tuned for more Sexy Talk. Coming up, we're going to have some fun playing the sexy myth-busting game with Holly and Michael. We'll be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Tune in every week for Sex Out Loud. Host Tristan Taramino will discuss everything from sexual pleasure to sexual politics. Get an insider's perspective from leaders in the adult film industry, the LGBT community, and the sex-positive world. From kink to non-monogamy, nothing is off limits. Plus, you can call in to join the conversation. Sex Out Loud airs every Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Got a burning question or comment about today's show? Call us at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to ask at carolanddavid.com. And we just might be answering your question next. Now back to this week's show. Welcome back, everyone. We've been talking with Holly and Michael about naughty newbies. But now it's time for Sexy Myth Busting Game. Are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. 
All right, you guys ready, Holly and Michael? Yep, we're ready. Absolutely. Here's the first myth. A threesome is usually spontaneous. False. And why is that? Usually, usually I'm going to say false for us. Whether, again, we're using Tinder or we're at a lifestyle party, if it's a threesome, a foursome, or a moresome. Uh, well, you know what? No, 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 no. Let me go back <laughs> to the truth. Because even though we meet them out, even though we meet them out, we don't know if it's going to end up in bed. So, okay. uh-huh. false that everywhere you go, you're going to have a threesome. But true, you don't know if it's going to happen or not, even though you plan right. it. Right. Yeah. But there was a little planning involved, No. Sure, meeting up at, at a you know coffee house or a bar or a restaurant, that's the planning part. <laughs> and, and what happens when you guys meet someone for a threesome? You, you get in front of them, you're having your drink, and how do you know both of you are into this person? We wouldn't go meet them if we weren't. Right. <laughs> we, of course, yes. We use yes. FaceTime or Skype. Yeah, we use FaceTime or Skype first, just again to make sure they're real, we're real. You know... No, no one's looking to play games. We're not looking to waste anyone's time. Our time is, you know, precious. Your time is precious. So we respect their time. Okay. And, you know, Carol is um, bi-friendly, bi-playful, bi-selective. We know, Holly, we know, like, you are you love the girls. But um, yes. have you guys ever had a threesome with another guy? No. Couples uh-huh. would be, you know, a foursome, but no threesome with just another guy. Right. Okay. And only okay. because so, Holly. And that's, yeah. that's Holly's choice, you guys. If that's what Holly wanted, who am I to say no? All right. So here we have another myth down the same line, which is only bisexual women have threesomes. No, false. false. We, know, we know a lot of bisexual, uh, not, we know a lot of straight women that will allow two women and a man, but the woman is only playing with the man. They don't touch each other. And uh-huh. they also have two men and one woman. Yeah, it it always doesn't have to be just two women and one man. Right. Although I'm sure every man like that. It's hard. It's hard (laughs) pleasing two women at the same, well, I try to say hard, hence the Viagra. (laughs) Exactly. It's a lot of work, right? And, and you know, we we hate when people put labels on bisexual, bi-curious, bi-this, bilingual, because, you know, just because another woman wants to kiss another woman or suck on her tits or do whatever, it doesn't mean she's bisexual. She might just have this fantasy. She lives it out and she moves on. I mean, yeah. it's, it's just those those things that people want to do in life. You're actually, have you, you're actually right. Have you heard our other term, bi-selfish? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. And we love, bi- we love bi-selfish women. That's a woman who uh, will say to another woman, hey, listen, you can go down on me, but I'm not going down on you. Oh, that's you, Carol. I have a new term now. I have to use yeah. that one. But like you, but like you said, David, that's okay because if they play that way and they share it up front, and we say okay, well then everyone's doing what everyone wants to do. Exactly. Exactly. You got it. So um, our next one is: if you try something new and it doesn't work out, just give up. Ah, false. Yeah, false. You, you maybe it was just the wrong night, or you weren't feeling uh, in the mood, or it, it could be so many different things. That's false. You just talk about it and possibly try again. I think after the second or third time, you, you probably need to give up. But yeah, you gotta give it exactly. another shot. You try it too many times, and then it just doesn't work out. Then maybe you've just, but as long as you've given it a second try, that's what we always say. All right, here's a biggie, Michael. Okay. We'll let you take this one. Swinging will stop Uh-oh. a cheater from cheating. 
God, that is false. <laughs> Cheaters are going to cheat. Sadly, you guys know and we know people in the lifestyle that, I mean, they even get hall passes, which means they can go play. They tell their partner and then go play without their partner, whether it's in the same town or while they're away for business or pleasure. But cheaters are looking for a thrill. Cheaters are looking to deceive. And swinging doesn't um, protect you from people that just want to do what they want to do. Cheating is a selfish act, not a selfless act. And a secure me creates a strong we. Now, swinging does not protect you from cheating, and it also doesn't protect you from divorce. You know this. Money, kids, bills, all those issues. We, We counsel a lot of couples and singles. And then there are some that live in other states, and I'll share, they ask for referrals, because swinging doesn't um, inoculate you, but they want therapists or coaches that are lifestyle-friendly, that understand the lifestyle is not causing their problems. Other things are causing their problems. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And one of the things that's on this line as well, which we hear often, is some people think that swinging is cheating. No, not at all. Completely. False completely. Do you look at, you know, people, oh, it's infidelity. No, in, well, yes, it is, but not the way you're looking at it biblically. Adultery means you're doing something not consensually. Infidelity literally just means being married and having sex with someone other than your partner. But I'm not coveting someone else without my partner's permission. Right. It's consensual so still. Swinging isn't cheating. Exactly. Swinging is built on trust and honesty. Cheating is based on lying and deceiving. My partner right. is saying it is okay, and or I'm saying, well, and I'm saying it's okay, we're doing it consensually. Just like if we go whitewater rafting. I'm not going to force pockets to do something that scares her to death. So am stop I, asking. Yeah, I'll stop asking her. Yeah. Exactly. Like with anything, if society has put such a taboo on sexual topics, and that's what they're saying. Yeah, right. Exactly. Now, um... We both, we all know the answer to this one, but I'm going to let one of you really get into this. And this myth is swinging means you have to have sex with another couple or person. Not at all. Oh, you, you know we're passionate about this. Yeah, you could be a mm-hmm. lawyer, you could be an exhibitionist, you could just be around sexy people. We knew, we knew a couple that just would come to a, a resort just to be around sexy people and have a good time and, and possibly be naked, but they never played. We get accused often of not being real swingers, and we've talked about this with you guys before. We love you guys. You've been close friends for a long time now. And typically people say, well, you don't have sex with everyone. You're not a swinger. No. To us, there's no totem pole. There's no hierarchy. It's a fence. It's a level fence. And on that fence is a spectrum that you can go left and right because today you could be a full swap couple and tomorrow be just exhibitionist. Next week, saw swap, then full swap, then voyeurs. And like Holly said, you could be a couple that just wants to be around other open-minded people. Swinging, perception, sand carpeting, smoke-filled room, really overage, <laughs> overweight people. That's not what swinging is. No. One of the responses from our parents yesterday was, wow, you guys dress so nice. Not what we would think swingers would wear. Uh-huh. And we're thinking, oh, is there like a yeah. Swingers R Us? Yeah, I mean, maybe you guys should open a Swingers R Us store or something. I don't know. We're, we're missing yeah. it. But swingers... It's a label, and everyone, in our opinion, is welcome because there's no one right way to do it. And if you think your way is, really all you're saying to, you know, if you walk up to, someone walked up to the two of you and said, you're not real swingers because you don't have sex with anybody, what they're really saying is, Carol and David, if you don't have sex with me, you're not really a swinger. 
Right. You may not right. be attracted to that. And, and you know, we, we um, last year or the year before went to Hedo and we were just there for a nice vacation. And they're just, you know, we, we weren't out there looking for couples. But Carol and I, because of the sexy environment we were in and naked on the beach, we had the most amazing, passionate, crazy sex, just the two of us for the whole week. And we didn't play with anybody. But that doesn't mean we're not swingers. Right. right? We weren't at that time. That's all. Hey, right. isn't it interesting? Yeah. Isn't it interesting you being in the no-no and those who are on the fringe or starting or considering it? Being a swinger doesn't mean you have to have sex at every party, nor does it mean that you have sex all the time. It's like you guys said. Sometimes you just want to reconnect and be a couple and be around sexy people. Yeah, exactly. And strengthen our marriage all the time. We're constantly working yeah. on strengthening right. our marriage, and that's what it's all about. Cool. All yeah, right. here's, a, here's, here's, a, here's a couple of fun ones because we love being in the water. So um, uh, you don't need lube if you have sex in a hot tub. <laughs> water is very, uh, how do I? Well, for Holly's vagina. Yeah, my vagina does not like water. It dries out really quick. Uh, it's just very, not, it's, I would say you get kind of dry. And anyone yeah. I've ever had sex with in a hot tub, you can say, well, if she's turned on, no. A woman's arousal is not necessarily equated to how wet she's getting. But there are wonderful lubes out there that you can use to have sex in oceans or hot tubs or pools. My experience has been with most women. It, it, it can be a little tough for the man and the woman to get in at first <laughs> because the water... Is it lubricant? Yeah, it's not a lubricant. Exactly, yeah, it's, not, it's not a lubricant. And right. you, you know, we're, and you we're, can't we're, we're <laughs> right. You know, and we're <laughs> we're both really good friends with Dr. Jess, and she does amazing workshops on you know uh, rock his world and oral sex and and everything related to it. And she always talks about just use lube all the time. It makes everything slide and, and glide and go in and out so much easier. <laughs> Even when you're taking your hands and rubbing it up and down over the vagina, just use lube. I, I feel like women might be a little intimidated by lube because they think if I'm not wet, then he's going to think something. Or men think if they're not wet, they're not turned on. That's not the case. Lube, there's going to be so many different reasons of why you're not wet and you need lube. Lube is just, it's amazing. It's, it is. It's, it's, it's an assist. It's your tag team partner, and you get to have the fun while a tag team partner does all the work. <laughs> yes, I mean, exactly. Jesse, Jesse's 100% right. Guys have to recognize. Women have to recognize. My big thing with lube is, especially because being married to Holly, I've learned a lot about pH balances and what we call ABS, angry vagina syndrome. Uh-huh. Sure, okay. it's pH Make sure it's got the right pH balance for the woman's vagina. Make sure it's... No sugar. Yeah, no sugar down there. Make sure it's appropriate if you're going to use toys. Same thing with condoms, though, you guys. A lot of men don't realize this, and women don't know that they have latex uncomfortability or allergies. So when we play, always safe sex, number one. Always use... We use lube. And number three, always a condom, latex-free, just in case. Okay, looks like we have about one minute left, so we got time for one more myth. Here's one about fantasies. It's perfectly fine to have sex in public as long as there's no children nearby. (laughs) I'm okay with it. (laughs) Is it legal in California to have sex in public? No. Yeah, no, I mean... It's probably fun, but I... I'm not saying people don't do it. Wait, is it okay or is it legal? Legal? No, it's not. I mean, you no, okay. actually then the cause to uh, 
they could force you to identify and register as a sex offender. If you urinate <laughs> in public as a man, you are put on a sex offender registry. Seriously. Exactly. Well, I think it's okay in appropriate places, yes. But if I'm in the middle of Central Park or here in L.A., if I'm at uh, Griffith Park, no, not everybody hiking or jogging or walking is going to want to see us have sex. Not again, anyway. Not again, anyway. But certainly on, right. a, on a secluded beach, for example, you don't know there's sure. any public, it's, there's nobody around, that's all good. And what's, what's the, Holly, yeah. what's the speed limit in California that it's okay to give Michael a blowjob in the car? <laughs> uh, if Michael's driving, never. <laughs> there's, there, it's parked. Are you kidding? That's the only way she can tolerate my driving is by giving me a blowjob so she doesn't see where we're going. <laughs> then you don't have a navigator anymore <laughs> yeah <laughs> alright it's time for another short break now everybody stay tuned because our final topic on today's show is great sex matters and you don't want to miss it because uh, Michael and Holly are going to talk a little bit about modern love and um, all about their experiences with their new radio show so don't go away. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. If you want to stay on the cutting edge of the bioeconomy, tune into TerraTech with host Jim Lane. Every day, new and substantial products are in our lives. What we wear, eat, and drink in our travels and in our health. TerraTech will spotlight these products and show you where and how they are being used. Listen for TerraTech live every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Join the innovators and the innovations and move forward. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. are listening to The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Got a burning question or comment about today's show? Call us at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to ask at carolanddavid.com. And we just might be answering your question next. Now back to this week's show. Welcome back, everyone. We are Carol and David. And now, on our last and favorite part of the show, we get to talk about great sex because... Great sex matters, and you deserve it. Great Sex Matters is sponsored by Doc Johnson, America's pleasure products, who are providing the sex toys for our weekly giveaway. This week's prize is the award-winning Trist Vibrator. And we love it. We use it all the time. You can get the details about the Trist product as a featured item on our website at carolandavid.com. And remember, you can enter the contest even if you're listening on demand. Just go to our radio page and you can enter right there. All right. So we're going to bring back Holly and Michael. They've uh, had a lot of fun with us today and given us a lot of insight into uh, lots of different things. Um, They are the hosts of their own radio show, uh, Modern Love on Playboy Radio. And I guess the first thing, um, guys, uh, we were on your show a couple of times, what used to be called Swing, and now you've transitioned it to Modern Love. Is there a difference? And um, Tell us about it. Tell us all about it. There is no difference. It's just uh, we just decided to change the 
change the name and broaden the horizon so everyone, I mean, if you think about people, some people can't listen to it. They can't tell their friends about it just because there's a connotation. But so we just thought modern love encompassed everyone. Because who doesn't want to feel modern and who doesn't want to uh, understand or express love? The issue we run across, and I know you guys have seen it, we've talked about it uh, before together on and off air, is not everyone can come out as a swinger. Right. Or in an open relationship, or yeah. even thinking about it. So, as Holly alluded to, if someone, because we talk every day about single people, married people, dating people, all different types of alternative lifestyle, how to tell if he or she is into you, or a couple is into you, body language, words, all of that stuff. And the the information we provide, we're blessed to be Playboy Radio's number one show, the only show left from the Sirius XM days, three years on Sirius XM. And we're going to hit our six-year anniversary, March 17th. Oh, but congratulations. people couldn't refer other friends. Thank, Thank you. you. People couldn't refer other friends or family members because of the name Swing, even oh. if they weren't swingers. Right. And Because they were associating with swingers. Right. Right. And Radio's Intimate not always wants to be shared, especially if you're listening to something where Howard has made Howard Stern phenomenal, like him or not, redefined radio. I love him. Yeah. Because if you really listen to the way he talks and interviews guests, he knows how to get to the bottom and the top. <laughs> yes. He knows how to make them very uncomfortable, and and everyone gets a good laugh of it. Yes, and even comfortable. Courtney Cox got in trouble from her publicist once because she loved what he asked. She felt so comfortable answering, but then off air, her publicist was pissed. Oh. And when you recognize all this, not every, you know, so people can refer to Howard, but a show called Swing, maybe not. And when oh, we looked okay. at a lot of different names and a lot of different rebranding, our goal was to broaden the audience and allow the audience to be able to share it with others. So Modern Love, we follow along with a magazine, classy and sexual, but not pornographic. We can be sexy without being pornographic. Right. We can yeah, be that. clever without being corny. Yep. Classy, not trashy, right? There you go. Yes. Yep. Classy, not trashy. So we love a stronger me equals a stronger we. Tell us about Actually, it. Actually, secure me creates a strong we, yeah. <laughs> they got it wrong on the website, but yeah, you got it, you got it. <laughs> what, what is it supposed to be? What's the right way? A secure me creates oh. a strong we. Oh, got That's it. Right. Okay. That's not Playboy radio. Yeah, Playboy, you would think they'd get it right, huh? <laughs> no, I get it, though. That's absolutely great. So is it only about the stronger me, uh, sorry, the, the uh, secure me being the guy, or is it the girl, too? Oh, that's, so it's beautiful. I love that question. It's how you interpret it. To me, a secure me means me. It means you, Carol. It means you, David. It means a gentleman walking by the car. If you're secure within yourself and you're single, in any relationship you have, then there can be strength in that relationship because you're going to give all of yourself and trust yourself and hopefully trust your partner. If your partner has insecurities, you work on them together. So the secure, the me is more in quotes, creates a strong, and the we is in quotes. Right. Because who you are as a we today may not be a we tomorrow, unfortunately. No, we get that. Now, also, you talk a lot about non-traditional types of relationships. So maybe you can tell us a little bit about some of the good advice that you pass on. Always, again, be recognize that you're you're a person. You It starts with you. It starts with your personality and your confidence. And then it goes from there. 
what we get out of other people's advice, I mean, everyone has their different personalities and what they want in life and what they're trying to get out of life. So we just gear it towards what people want and what they desire in life. And one of the things we share, monogamous or consensually non-monogamous, in a relationship now or in one later, there's no one right way to be married, no one right way to date, no one right way to be single. When you try to follow the path someone else has walked, Take the good and apply it to yourself and see how you can make it happen. Look at the negative and find a way not to be negative. Relationships are about struggling together, not struggling individually. Not saying relationships are a struggle, but they are work. And if you do it right, right it's the best career you can have. We had a couple on today that are polyamorous. That's different than swinging. We've had sadists and masochists on. Sadists. Enjoys getting pain. Masochists enjoy receiving pain. Mm-hmm. We had master and servants on. And the one thing we ask of our listeners and anyone else is don't judge. You can have an opinion, but to say I would never do that is acceptable. To say how can they do that? How dare them? Now you're judging them. And, right. what, and whatever, what's your whatever works, right? Exactly, because if it makes them happy... We had a dinner held uh, for us when we were in Toronto a couple weeks ago. And the gentleman, who threw, Jake, who threw the dinner, had a gentleman there who pays him to serve other people. So uh-huh. Jake gets paid by this gentleman who gets off, his fetish is serving others. Wow. I am not one to judge. There was no humiliation, no degradation. That's not something I'm willing to do to somebody else or for somebody else, even if they get pleasure out of it. That's not something I'm into. Right. Uh, or you, would you agree? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, yeah, exactly. people put fetishes. I don't get it, but I don't judge them. Uh, there's all these different things. I don't think models should have wish lists on Amazon. I think it's tacky. But I don't judge the model. <laughs> I agree if they that. ask for it, if they ask for it they and nobody's it. willing to pay for it, hey, who's the fool? The model's right. not the fool. And if that man or woman is receiving pleasure by buying a gift for a stranger... Good for yeah. them. I'm not judging them. I don't understand it. That's different. So with all, all right. these different we're, relationships, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna we just have a few minutes left in the show. So uh, we're gonna give you guys um, a few minutes to uh, talk about uh, where our listeners can um, find you, reach you on your website, on social media, uh, where they can find Modern Love on Playboy Radio, and um, just guys, thanks so much for being here. It was an absolutely amazing show. Real quick, before Holly gives something out, we're really proud of the two of you, proud for you. You guys are amazing people. Uh, your listeners who don't know you personally like we do, make the time to go meet Carol and David, two of the most down-to-earth, real, and trustworthy. That's hard Thank in this you world. So much. You guys are so Thank trustworthy. Thank you. I really appreciate that. And uh, we really appreciate your friendship. Uh, you can Thanks. find us on hollyandmichael.com. Our Facebook is Michael Pockets. Our Twitter is at swingtime 69 and if you, Instagram is Real Holly Pockets. We'll make sure Holly, H O L L I. Holly, H O L L I. And we just launched, we just uh, bought a company, Testazone. So if you want to go to testazone.com or on Amazon, Testazone. Testazone is an all natural energy, libido, endurance, stamina increaser. We're proud. Thousands of testimonials worldwide. I mean, we ship daily around the world. Largest consumer base is Canada and the U.S. All natural. We have other products coming out. And there's a video 
on testthezone.com showing why and how we developed it. Uh, it's a personal story because of my injuries uh, from football and a car accident. So we really appreciate you guys. Yes, thank you so much. And, so, so you know, if listeners have any questions, yeah, if they have any questions about Test the Zone or about us, you know, reach out to Carol and David and they'll tell you how to reach out to us. And then to listen, oh, you ask that, I'm sorry, Dash Radio is free. You can download the app on iOS or Android devices. Apple TV, Google Play, Mirror Link in Cars, CarPlay. It's free to download, it's free to listen, and it's commercial free. When you get to Dash, just search Playboy Radio. We're on Monday through Friday, 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern. Thanks Perfect. so much, Thank guys. Thank you so much. So that's a great show. Thank you so much, you guys. Um, just remember, a uh, little wrap-up here, that um, being a naughty newbie means that you're adventurous and you're willing to spice it up. If you have exciting fantasies, you should share them with your partners. And if you want to realize some of those fantasies, remember the rule. Triple X. Triple X for better sex. Express explore, experience, and repeat. Take baby steps, plan it out, make sure your expectations and limits are in place, and don't forget to have fun. Well, that's it for our show today. A big thank you to our special guest, the beautiful Holly and her amazing husband, Michael, and especially to you for listening. Remember to visit our website, carolyndavid.com. Enter the contest and get some more information on Doc Johnson's sex toys at the, on the, our radio page. Send us an email at carolyndavid.com. Ask at carolyndavid.com. Uh, with any questions or comments that you might have, tell us what topics that you want to hear about. Join us again next Thursday. For another hour of The Sexy Lifestyle when we get into the amazing discussion of sexy travel for adults only with Tess and Bob from Couples Cruise. We are Carol and David reminding you to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny. Stay sexy, everyone. Until next week. Thank you for joining Carol and David for this week's edition of The Sexy Lifestyle. We've got another one lined up next Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. This weekend is just around the corner, so try something new, spice it up, and you just might have the best sex ever. 